0: Good day, my fellow empowerment seekers and conscious creators. I've recently had the pleasure of interviewing and chatting with one of my favorite Law of Attraction experts, Andy Dooley. Andy is the co-founder of tut.com and Story Manifesting. He is a Law of Attraction expert, mindset and breakthrough coach, and visual artist. Since 2012, Andy has been producing amazing results for his clients using his vibration activation method and Story Manifesting. Andy has spoken to over 12,500 people at his live workshops around the world. He's the author of two books, I Manifest, and The 13 Biggest Manifesting Mistakes and How to Fix Them, and his YouTube channel has over half a million views. I'm fully confident you'll walk away from this conversation with a lifted vibe and inspiration to up your LOA manifesting game. Without further ado, here's Andy. Hi Andy, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to my show. Hey, thank you Kristen for having me, woo! Woo, this is gonna be awesome. So I came across your work, I don't even know, it's questionable because I don't remember these things, but it was probably a year or two ago and at some point you offered a class, which you do now currently every Wednesday nights, at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, which is Manifesting from the Heart. And I've gotten so much from that class. Number one, from your teaching style, your energy, because I vibe with you. I'm that high energy goofball. I do better with that type of person. So it makes makes me excited. (laughs) And plus also being in a group with other like-minded people, there's something so incredibly powerful about being in a group with people that are on your same journey and speak the same language.
1: Yeah, it's critical for this, this journey and development of surrounding yourself with people who get you, who celebrate you and wanna see you thrive and succeed.
0: Yeah, because I've noticed on, on my path when I have those people, even just in a group of so-called strangers, cause I don't really, haven't met them personally, you know, mm-hmm. them just going, yay, yay, good job. That was a great win. You know, those type of things really lift you up.
1: Yeah. So- yeah, I'm
0: so glad you, you found me, and we're here, and this Yay. is happening. Woo! This is wonderful. So I want to dive right, right in with the questions, if you don't mind. Let's rock it. Okay, so we all have a story that provided stepping stones on our path. Can you share a little bit about your backstory that led you to becoming a popular and well-loved LOA expert?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I was back in Orlando, Florida. It was... I think it was was 2008, and I was in in pain, a lot of pain. It felt like I had a samurai sword in my lower back, and my world was crashing in all on me. And I remember waking up in bed and not even being able to get out of bed and just feeling so sorry for myself, and I immediately started playing the blame game because this isn't my fault. Even though I was into law of attraction and I create my own reality, I was like, "Yeah, I create my own reality, but I didn't create this." Okay, and uh, you know, I started to play the blame game. You know, this is this is my mother's fault. You know, it's all her fault, and I was like, you know, no, I can't blame my mom. And then I was like, oh, well, then it's my brother's fault. It's Mike, and I was like, yeah, it's all his fault. And I was like, I can't blame Mike. So I remember looking in the mirror and looking at myself and, and having that honest reflection, you know whose fault this was? Deepak Chopra. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was my fault. I created this. And so I had to get, you know, I had to take responsibility for my situation, which is not always easy to do. No. But I, I found on this journey of personal development that, you know, nothing gets better until you take full responsibility for everything in your life. Even the stuff you don't wanna take responsibility for, that's the stuff you gotta take responsibility for. So I recommitted myself to uh, studying, reading, um, hired a coach, manifesting, reading more books, because I had been into this stuff. You know, Prior to that, I had a very successful t-shirt company with my mother and brother selling t-shirts out of a push cart, using all the metaphysics law of attraction, affirmations. And in three years, you know, we created a seven figure t-shirt business. Wow. Uh, And we had retail stores and sales reps and, you know, we did that for 10 years and this was after, you know, that was in, in the 19, uh, in the 1900s. We're old. (laughs) In the 1900s. Um, yeah, we started out with like power tees for the nineties and then, you know, in the year, 2000, we had liquidated everything and then went out on my own, tried a bunch of things, failed miserably, doing a variety of things, lost a lot of money, stupid things. And then it all kind of came crashing in on me in 2008. And then I recommitted to like, okay, you know, I'm a student again. I thought I had figured it out, but evidently I didn't, because now I was in debt. I was heartbroken. A relationship I was in didn't work out. And my back, you know, the samurai, I felt like my, I pulled my back and twinged and all that stuff. And it was like, oh, and really made me stop and reflect and think and like, okay, what do I wanna do? What do I wanna create? What, how am I gonna turn my life around? And I remember at the time I wrote down three things. I said, I wanna become a professional speaker, an author, a life coach. I wanna create my own program of transformation, you know, a book or a program or a workshop something. And I said, I want, and I also said, I want to have a, a multi-million dollar home in the Rocky Mountains. Beautiful. Well, today I have a multi-level home in the Rocky Mountains. You're,
0: you're almost there.
1: I'm, I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. And I have become a professional speaker author. I do have my own program and processes. I've just invented a whole new program and process that I'm going to be uh, launching uh, next month. And like this stuff works, it really does work. I've, I've turned my life around from so many times, you know. Yeah. Okay. And that was really a defining moment. Cause back then I was not a speaker. I was not an author. I was not anything close to being who I am today, but because I set those goals and took action and used the law of attraction and uh, did whatever I needed to do. Um, I've been able to make a lot of my dreams come true.
0: That's awesome. Two things you said that I want to touch on real quickly. Have you noticed that taking responsibility for your life shift things in a massive way? Whereas like I get excited now and any problem i am in, I'm like, how can I take responsibility? Because I know that that gives puts me in the driver's seat. Can you speak on that a little bit? Yeah, you said
1: it perfect. It's when you start taking responsibility for everything in your life, that's when you know, you get better and it, you will be challenged because it's easy to point the finger. Gary Vee has a new thing where he talks about fingers or thumbs. You no. Know, when you're pointing fingers, you're losing. When you're pointing the thumb back at you, you're winning. I and love that. that's what it takes, you know, thumbs, thumbs. It's okay. How can I make this better? How can I respond in a loving way? How can I turn this negative situation into a positive? Mm-hmm. and that's where you gain your power, that's where you get creative, that's where you, you realize you're not alone, and you'll get those answers, when you say, show me, how can I make this better, whether you're talking to God, or the universe, you'll get answers, you'll be guided to the book, the mentor, maybe, you know, this, what you're hearing, and watching right now, mm-hmm. um, is what you need, so yeah, definitely, responsibility is a big thing, Jocko, he's a Navy SEAL, he wrote a book called Extreme Ownership, and it's all about Taking extreme ownership of everything in your life and not blaming anybody else.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Also, you briefly touched on failure. Can Can you describe what failure What failure has done for you? How it was actually a positive thing? Because a lot of people are so frozen by the potentiality of failure, they don't even want to try.
1: Yeah, I, I've been in that place. And I, I can relate if anybody is, is there where you're like, oh, I just don't want to be disappointed again. I just don't want to get my hopes up and be let down. Uh, it, it really takes the wind out of your sails. And then you can downward spiral. And it's just, it becomes back to that mindset. And you, you're going to hear it for the rest of your life. You know, that failure is a sign of progress. And you want to look at it as like, okay, well, that didn't work what can I learn from this? Because there is a positive in everything that happens to you. If you're choosing, it's a choice to look for the good, look for the, the growth, the opportunity. So failure really is your friend. You know, there's another saying, you know, fail forward. You know, if you
0: keep failing, but you're failing
1: forward, Hey, you're making progress.
0: I love that. I love that. You said failure is a sign of progress this is a strange thing because people don't really believe me when I say this, but I'm like, I don't see failure. I, I just see lessons learned. People are like, oh, you're going to fail. I'm like, no, I won't fail. It may not work. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I don't know the word failure to me even kind of sometimes feels so daunting. It's like, how about it just didn't work. And I learned something from this.
1: That's a beautiful a, way to look at it. It has a better vibe. Yeah, it does. It makes you feel better. And um, another thing you can say, which I got this from Bashar, uh, where you say, uh, you know, I tried it. It didn't work. So what? I tried that and it didn't work. So what?
0: At least you're trying. At least you're yeah. learning. So, yeah. So that leads me to a great question because sometimes we have really big dreams. You know, it could be something I don't even know, just a really big dream that people have. Let's say they want to uh, win the, what's the, I'm so bad with these things, the Oscar let's say they want to become an actor and, and win the Oscar. All right. But that's a big dream. And yeah. that may take some time. C- can you talk to us about why those things sometimes take time? What's happening behind the scenes? How do people stay in their faith in the moments that it seems like they're waiting years for their dream to manifest?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, yeah, we all can, you know, you hear it, you hear it, well, the person who won the Oscar, you know, crying and, and celebrating, saying, believe in your dreams, you can do it. <laughs> they do. And I cry with them. <laughs> right? We're all at home crying, going, oh, it's true, dreams come true. You did uh, good. But it's it's we gotta look at the journey. The day-to-day journey is what's so important. So have these end results. And I can share a story of mine you know, when I got into Toastmasters, which is an organization that helps with public speaking, I did really well and I started winning a lot of contests. And so the big contest that you can win in Toastmasters is you can become literally the world champion of public speaking. You you, You have to give a seven minute speech. If you go over by one second, you're disqualified and you have to go through the club contest, area, division, district, regional, and then you make it all the way to the world champion. And, you know, there's other 10 other contestants, all with amazing speeches. And that was my goal. Like, I want to become the world champion of public speaking. And so I had to take the day-to-day journey of showing up at my Toastmasters club every, you know, I had belonged to two clubs. I was that committed. One day, Monday and Thursday. And I had to write speeches. I had to get up and practice speeches. I had to get feedback and make it funnier, make it better, edit it learn the art of public speaking, learn humor and comedy. That journey and who I became is the gift. And I never won the world champion, but it's who I became that really matters. It was the journey. I I became a a better writer, a better thinker. I I learned comedy. I learned storytelling. Mm -hmm. That was the gift. Um, And then I was able to let go, but it gave me something to focus on so I could flow my divinity, my source energy, my creativity, and I could overcome the obstacles um, that I, I was challenged with along the way of becoming a better speaker, you know, more uncomfortable, more comfortable in front of people, more being allowing myself to be vulnerable in front of people, um, allowing, you know, to make fun of myself in front of other people. I mean, those were all incredibly valuable skills. And then I realized, okay, I don't need to become the world champion of public speaking to be a professional speaker. I can just, you know, start doing workshops, start yeah. putting myself out there. So it's the journey. So have big goals, but but love the journey and then be open to where it might take you somewhere even better. That's what so I sometimes, was, yeah.
0: So was sometimes good you, good you don't
1: question. get your dream, you get your destiny.
0: Yes, that was my next question is that sometimes do you feel like you're redirected to something better and being open to that something better is I believe critical. I don't know if that's a good word, but it's like the openness of where is this taking me and kind of being on a river and letting it just flow.
1: That's it. Yeah, you have to be open to something even better because our our limited conscious mind can only see so much but our higher self has a much bigger perspective. Uh, I think it's Bashar gives the example of like your higher mind is standing on top of the mountain. You can see the the valley and the village and the people and everything, but you're down in the valley living your day-to-day life and you can't see that bigger picture. So you set a goal for something which your inner being is guiding you and giving you because it knows it's gonna prepare you for the next big thing on your journey. So therefore you have to be open to another path, going in another direction, instead of saying, no, I must win the Oscar. No, something else is calling you now. You learn the lessons you needed to go now on even a better path, maybe that's really your destiny.
0: I feel that on such a visceral level that it literally made my eyes tear up. I was like, oh, that just felt so good because it's so true that you're being prepared for the next best thing some sometimes i liken it to if you're standing up against a mosaic and your nose to the wall all you can see is the little tiny square in front of you that's kind of our vision of life but if we would just back up we get to see the vastness of what's possible it's kind of like in the in the uh you might see something on tv where they they're way out in outer space then they zoom and zoom and they get closer to earth and all of a sudden they land on a stick of butter in someone's kitchen it's (laughs) kind of like that if we (laughs) if we just go if we expand out, we we're opening up so many more doors for us because the the vastness of what's possible is limitless.
1: It really is limitless, and it's having it's knowing that there's so much more. That's why enjoying the journey, which is now almost a cliche, enjoy the journey, ha ha ha. But it, you really got to enjoy the day to day, showing up, working towards what you are wanting to dream and manifest and really enjoying the journey, enjoying the meantime, making the best of now. Because if you enjoy the meantime, it'll be a short time. If you do not enjoy the meantime, it's going to be a long time.
0: That is incredible. I love that so much. Talking about feeling better now, let's talk about that from a lot of attraction perspective, because sometimes people can get so depressed when that thing is not coming and not coming and not coming, but you know, we know by now that the highest vibe really is gratitude and appreciation. And what I have learned since being in your manifesting from the heart group, it's feeling better right now, every single day, feeling better right now. I even have a reminder on my phone that pops up every day. Just make it easy. Feel better now. It's just about now. I know for me, when I get out of that future, the how, what I need to do, what I have to, that, 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 if I can just relax can just relax. And I mean, this morning I was on a walk. You'll love this, Andy. I was walking my dog and all of a sudden I just felt this tremendous amount of gratitude for the mere fact that I could walk, that I could walk. It teared me up. I got emotional. I was I was watching myself going, you are getting teary because you can walk. That's how much gratitude I was in. I was like, I have legs, nothing hurts. This is amazing. And that's really about being present now. So can you share with everybody the benefits and the amazingness of being present and being in gratitude and appreciation, how that lifts your vibe and helps the vortex open up for you and, and deliver what yeah. you're waiting for?
1: Yeah, that's awesome, Kristen. Yes, for sure. The, the now is where everything is, Right. Um, there's been so many quotes on, you know, if you're if you're depressed or sad, you're living in the past. If you've got anxiety, you're living in the future and everything is right now. And, and so by getting good at loving the now and feeling good about, you know, just walking and you've got legs and it's you fresh air and you're outside uh, appreciating you have a bed. You have access to the information at the world at your fingertips, whether it's your phone, computer, laptop, tablet, whatever. And the reason why feeling good, even when the money or the healthy body or the relationship isn't there, is so important is because of this. You can, listeners, write this down. Because what you focus on, you feel, and how you feel is how you attract. Focusing is feeling. And so you can be focusing on all your problems and everything wrong with your life, and that's totally understandable. It's justifiable. But what what's wrong with your life is always available. And so is what's right with your life so right now if you're listening think about what's good in your life what what can you feel good about Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you're going to start feeling better and when you feel better you can do better you'll attract your desires faster because focus equals feeling and how you feel is how you attract
0: and a lot of people let's say that again focus equals feeling and what you feel yeah is, is how you attract. It's how you attract. Yeah, focus equals feelings. So
1: right now, if we turned on the news and started watching the news, we'd focus on the news and all of a sudden we go, God, I really feel like the world's coming to an end. Ugh, I don't feel good. So therefore I'm attracting what I don't want. If we if we went on uh, YouTube and watched kitten videos and people dancing, we go, wow, life is so beautiful. Look at those cute kittens. Oh, I love those people dancing. People are awesome videos. You know, you see people doing the most awesome things that you're like, that's not even possible. Uh, You feel so exhilarated. You feel so excited to be human. And then now you're feeling good. Focus equals feeling and how you feel is how you attract. And this is where people get manifesting wrong and, and they get caught up in words or trying. And they say, you know, I'm saying my affirmations. I'm making my gratitude list. But underneath it, they feel like, ugh. When's it gonna happen? When's it gonna be my turn? Oh, another day, another dollar. God, you know, I, I went. You know, am I ever gonna get a lucky break? And my neck hurts. My back hurts. My partner, my spouse is is so annoying. And then you're just in this uh, feeling. And so you're gonna just attract more of what you don't want. It's called getting on the bitch train. Yeah,
0: bitch right. train, bliss train, it bliss train, or or blitz. Bitch. bitch bitch or bliss train right yeah. every day you have a
1: choice are you going to ride the bitch train today and, and focus on what's wrong and complain or are you going to get on the bliss train and compliment and appreciate and celebrate that you're alive and
0: you have another day to experience to laugh love you know we can think of that every morning waking up which you know ticket booth are we going to buy for it from are we going to buy for the bitch train or for the bliss train Right,
1: And people get so accustomed to the bitch train because our society is kind of wired us to that with the news and commercials and selling fear, fear, fear. So most of us don't know it, but we wake up in the morning and we buy a ticket to the bitch train, but yet we wanna believe that we're positive and optimistic and, you know, but yet we're feeling and we're bombarded by, you know, and we're the ones letting it in under the guise of I need to be informed. But the news is is not helping you. You know, it's twenty four seven. You know, uh, CNN
0: constant negative news. Negative, negative, negative. I quit watching the news. I can't even tell you decades ago. I wanted to be yeah. informed, and I was like, this hurts my heart. I hate it. I don't like the way this feels. I want to be positive. So, quick question: How? What? What do you suggest to people that might be around negative people that are having a hard time getting into their higher vibe because? they've just are surrounded by people that have just negative ways of thinking or, you know, lower vibe or, or E or, you know, kind of boo hiss, everything sucks kind of. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, dealing with negative people is a big topic and it's a, a course, a workshop that I am so glad you just brought that up because oh, good. later this year, I'm going to be doing a, a mini workshop on how to deal with negative people. Nice. Um, and because it's one of the things that would come up again and again, my workshops where people are like how do you deal with negative people and they're so negative and so hard and you know i'd be doing great if it wasn't for these negative people in my life and so first you have to accept that they're negative and not try to change them or say you need to be positive so i can be positive because now your feeling better is dependent on their behavior so you've got to accept that these people are negative and remember what you resist persist so if you keep resisting and why are you so negative and you need to be positive and you should go to a workshop and you need therapy you're pointing right you're pointing the finger again and not thumb so it's like Mm -hmm. i want you want to be in a place where other people can be negative and you are still going to say whatever you say bounces off of me and sticks to you (laughs) i'm not i don't have to take on your negativity and this is the biggest fear people have around negativity negative people or environments is they think my desire for, for happiness and love and wealth and abundance is between me and you, and you got to get your s- stuff right so that way I can get what I want. No, your desire is between you and the universe. You've mm-hmm. got to feel good regardless of how people around you are behaving, and you got to stop playing the victim because that's what happened. We played the victim of you're your affecting me. I love you so much, and whatever you say or do affects me. Stop giving away your power. Amen. Put up your force field of immunity and say, whatever you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. I'm going to stay positive and optimistic, and I'm not going to let your
0: negativity bring me down. Yes, I love that. I want to just jump backwards for a sec about something you said, where you were saying, uh, feel the end result now. This was something that, you know, like I said, I could manifest the easy stuff, no big deal. But when I had bigger stuff, it, sometimes I'd get heady about it and you know make up all kinds of negative stories and beliefs about it which i want to jump into real quick after this but that feeling the end result now can you explain to everybody what that means like what that feels like
1: yeah all right so you guys have probably heard this before it's always a good reminder and and it's the the fact that everything that you want so think of right now uh of something you want in your life you know health, wealth, abundance, prosperity, travel, and then think, okay, the reason I want that is because it's gonna make me feel X, you know, I'm gonna feel joy, I'm gonna have happiness, love, I'm gonna feel something. And so that's an emotion that you can feel right now without having to win the lottery or without having to have your special romantic partner walk into your life. You can feel love and freedom and joy and security and passion and adventure right now in this moment So we're always after a feeling. And so when we get it, that that's a manifestation. So right now we can all pretend that you have a bank account with unlimited money. You you could pretend to feel that. You could pretend that later tonight, you're gonna be having dinner with your your partner and it's gonna be a romantic candlelight dinner. And you could feel what that would feel like. And that's the magic where we have to go beyond the illusion of and, and stop letting reality dictate how we feel And say, I'm the creator of my experience, my reality, and I'm after the feeling. So I'm going to start feeling it now because it's feeling first, manifestation second. You've got to embody that feeling. And that's why just being grateful or just choosing to be happy will bring so much to you because you're not waiting for the circumstances out there to change. You're embodying the change and feeling the emotions now. So it makes it easier for the universe to deliver you all the things you've been asking for.
0: Excellent. I'll give a small example to this. Just the other day, two or three days ago, I was going to play with this. And I said, what is it going to feel like when I have a million dollars in the bank? And it was just a thought at first. And that's all it was. I said, "No, no, 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 Kristen, come on now, get in there. What is it going to feel like? And I've just felt this freedom, this, I don't really have to do anything feeling, which is what a lot of us are after as human beings is freedom. That's really one of our highest priorities and and values is that we feel free in all aspects of our life. And I just sat in that and I said, I can feel this now. I can feel this now. I can feel free right now. And man, the joy that arises up inside of us, it's like, it doesn't even matter if we even have that thing, but we get to be happy on the path because if we're still aligned with that manifestation that thing will come but we can be happy in the meantime
1: that's right you got to enjoy the meantime and right now for those listening think of the freedom you have like just just will embody freedom right now the freedom to watch this or or listen to this or do something else the freedom to put on whatever you want to wear today the freedom to uh, take a shower or not, the freedom to go to bed at nine o'clock or midnight. I mean, the freedom we have right now, when you realize the freedoms that you're already expressing and experiencing every day, it can really help you activate the feeling of more freedom in you, which opens you to receive more. It's getting you in the receiving mode of what you've been asking for. That's why gratitude, freedom, aliveness, doing dance parties, celebrating throughout the day, enjoying the journey is so vital because you're already vibrating that frequency of freedom and so the money can really find uh, the path of least resistance into your bank account
0: right for just to recap for people that might be like what are they talking about it's it's about (laughs) it's about getting into receiving mode with LOA law of attraction it's really about being in a certain frequency we have to align ourselves with the frequency of the thing that we want correct
1: yeah, and really, it's it's an emotional frequency. It's an emotional journey. Yeah, yeah That's why having rituals, morning and evening rituals, a, a daily dance. You know, because I got my new my new uh, thirty second dance party button. Um, every day now, a couple times a day, I push this button and I dance around like a nut, and I just celebrate that that I'm alive, that I can dance, that that this thing exists and it manifested. I, this was literally a friend of mine put this on my doorstep. I mean, that's a good friend. It's just incredible. Yeah. That frequency is that, is that good feeling, you know, feeling good, freedom, joy, happiness. It's available to you in, in a blink of an eye. And like you said, you had to stop for a moment, really embody it. Kristen. Yeah. And that's the work. you got to really embody it. So you really feel freedom and abundance. Think about the abundance that we all have and experience the abundance of mm-hmm. water, sunshine, light, information, knowledge, we have so much abundance you have you have a closet full of clothes right full of food the abundance that we have and the freedom that we have but yet we focus on what we don't have and bitch and complain
0: how it's not working but it is working it's always working for you what have you learned about fear slash false beliefs because there'll be some people that say oh no but you don't know my story is this And they have this, you know, limiting belief that they can't have that thing. What can you share with us about that? Yeah. So we have beliefs and we contain, I was reading some new
1: information and it really blew my mind that we contain all the beliefs. You contain all the negative beliefs and you contain all the positive beliefs. And it's a moment to moment decision. Are you choosing to believe in your power and that life's working for you, that you're guided, that you're loved, or are you choosing to believe that you're a victim of your past and that you can't get over it because we're addicted to our problems. We're addicted to talking about our problems because it's the fastest way to get connection with somebody else. If you're at the airport or a restaurant or somewhere and you start talking to someone, it's so easy to talk about problems. That's So true. Yeah, so we go to our problems, we go to our addiction and we talk about our problems and we talk about woe is me and it's a way to get connection. So that's why people do it. You know, hey, if I just met somebody new, and we start talking about how hard it is or our problems. It's a real fast way to get connection. Whereas opposed to talking about how beautiful in life is, some people won't, aren't ready. They don't want to have that conversation. But there are people out there who, of course, you can talk to about how beautiful it is, and they'll be right there with you. Mm-hmm. So we develop these beliefs, right? And these limiting beliefs hold us back. You know, I'm not good enough is a big one that a lot of us carry at different times in our life or different categories. You might be great at a bunch of things, but when it comes to relationships, you're like, Oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of love. And that's just a story you've been telling yourself and it becomes a belief, which means it's an unquestioned command for the brain. And that belief is going to continue to hold on until you choose to believe something different. And it does take emotion and repetition to override those limiting beliefs that hold you back. And that's where I created the transition story in the That's Right, where you use the word, three magic words. You can write this shit down. Beginning, becoming, and allowing. And you say, I'm beginning to feel my worthiness. Rather than, because people make the mistake of, I'm not worthy, uh, I'm not good enough, I wasn't loved, I'm broken, it's deep-rooted. And then they try to jump to, I'm worthy, I'm lovable, I love my life. And your brain says, bullshit, you hate yourself. And so you transition into a new space. You say, I am beginning, because the brain can, can believe that. I'm beginning to feel my worthiness. I'm beginning to know I have purpose. I'm beginning to express myself more easily. I'm becoming more confident. I'm becoming more worthy. I'm allowing it to be fun. I'm allowing the energy to flow. I'm allowing myself to be guided. So now when you start thinking those thoughts, you start rewiring your brain. And eventually that will become a new belief that I am worthy. And things are working out for me. I'm always in the right
0: place at the right time. I love my life. I love that. Beginning, becoming, what's the last one? Allowing. Allowing, because you're absolutely dead on with that. That we, It's hard for us to make, it's hard for so many people to make that leap. But when we just kind of meet it halfway, we take a step in that direction. And even still, that already, just even listening to you, that already starts to, change our belief system about it you know I remember when I first joined your group I said something you well and I before we started recording we were talking about my college of Kristen where I took two years off of everything life and you know relationships at all yeah to figure myself out and during that time I mentioned this in our class that I it was uh, January of 2011 where I just was my heart was pounding all the time I had so much anxiety My lip was, would curl up randomly on its own because I was just losing my mind. I knew that my thoughts create my emotions and my emotions create more thoughts and you know, the circle, the vicious circle. So I very diligently would catch every belief and I would turn it around. I noticed for me in two days, the anxiety and stress was gone, but it took me about two to three weeks and the thoughts stopped coming. And you said something, I think you wrote it first in an email, and then I mentioned it in group. You said that it takes three weeks to change a habit. Well, to really, yeah, to, to change fire. a habit, install a new belief. Yeah. So it's so yeah. doable, everyone. It's so doable. It, it, it is. And
1: that's the thing where people fail is like they, they go for a week trying to say it and do it, but then the old thoughts come back. And they go it didn't work see I, i'm worthless it doesn't work for me and you know they, then they create an identity story of i'm broken it doesn't work for me it's like no it takes three weeks to really establish a new belief and at first nobody wants to hear that and there's people who would argue and say no you can install a new belief overnight it's like there's exceptions where maybe for the past 10 years you've been reading books on prosperity working towards prosperity believing that you're worthy believing you're abundant and so eventually you've been like lightly wiring it in and then finally something happens you have a defining moment where you say i am worthy or you act in a certain way that really demonstrates it and then boom like the belief locked in but you've been trying you've been slowly installing it for the past 10 years and then finally one night it really clicks and now it's become your dominant belief but we all we contain all the beliefs you have because you are all that is, you are a source, you contain all of it. So you have all the negative beliefs and you have all the positive beliefs. That's why it's a moment to moment creating habits, choosing to think in an optimistic way, looking for the good. And that takes repetition, repetition, repetition. And that's why it take, can take three weeks for us to really install a new belief.
0: Mm -hmm. but it is doable we want everybody to know
1: this is so doable it's so doable and that's why community having a a tribe of people support reading the books watching the videos listening to
0: podcasts that's why it's so important yes it's amazing keeping yourself high i know during during my college of Kristen, that's all i did anything that was inspiring nothing that wasn't period. I didn't let anything else come into my brain because I knew, I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew I was doing something and this just felt good. But we're getting, we're going to close up. So with that, um, one of the questions I was going to ask you is that what a person can do to raise their vibes in moments of not feeling so great. So I was wondering if you would do a couple of our fun tools that we've done in Manifesting from the Heart group, which is this is the part of the story where blank. And we can do a couple of that's rights, which Andy is very well known for his that that's right statements that I've adopted. And i right starting to do it with my family. So yeah. <laughs> explain briefly what these two tools are and yeah. what they do. And then let's play a little bit before we say goodbye. Okay. okay. So the one tool, uh,
1: which is in my vibration activation audio program, and um there's three core steps but the first one is when you catch yourself writing, thinking those negative thoughts right it's now been termed ants automatic negative thinking syndrome and we people get wired that way where they just automatically go to the negative and that's where you want to catch yourself oh wow i'm really thinking negative i'm judging i'm criticizing myself or other people so you say stop cancel clear get the f out of here I recommend the F word because it's a, it's a strong emotionally charged word, which will break the pattern. So you're thinking, I'm not good enough. I suck. It's not going to work for me. I'm fat. I'm stupid. I'm broke. Stop, cancel, clear, get the fuck out of here. Then you got to say it several times. Like you got to really condition it because that negative thinking still wants to come. It's what's been practiced. That's what you've wired. So you have to say it several times. Then once you stop that negative train of thought, because you're on the bitch train, then you can ask yourself, well, what is good in my life? What is working? And focus on the positive, change the focus, change the channel. Mm-hmm. And then you can say, this is the part of the story where I take back my power. Because yeah. you're in the story right now. You are the hero of your movie. Right now, you are in a movie. And you, there's always that defining moment in every movie where the hero is down and out. They've lost everything. All hope is gone. Their dreams have been flushed down the toilet and they have this redeeming moment where they have to reach deep inside themselves to reclaim their vision, their dream, You know, whether the mentor shows up or they remember something. And so you've got to say, this is the part of the story where I start believing in myself. This is the part of the story where I get into action. This is the part of the story where I start telling a better story. This is the part of the story where I become more confident. This is the part of the story where And you got to fill in the blank, whatever it is you need. This is the part of the story
0: where, and and tell yourself, I start kicking ass. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that feels good. I, you know, like you said, it's not about language. I have a podcast called the power of saying, fuck it. But I say it because to me that breaks things. That's a, it's like a slap in the face for me to say, fuck it. I'm not thinking like this or doing this anymore. You know, we, I think both of us encourage people to use words that feel good to you, like that really give you power. Yes, definitely. So do you want, go ahead. The that's rights? Yeah, I would love for you to lead some that's rights because you're so good at them. Yeah. And just stop whenever you want to.
1: Okay, so for those listening and watching, the that's right is a really powerful tool because you start each sentence with the words that's right, which is a very confirming Mm -hmm. and affirming words to say and you build momentum because what we need to do to create to rewire our brain and install new beliefs is we've got to say the words with emotion and repetition emotion and repetition is how you rewire your brain right it's how you clear out these subconscious limiting beliefs and so like an example you say that's right things are working out for me that's right i'm on the right track that's right i'm so glad i listened to this that's right. I'm going to start doing this. That's right. I can turn my life around. That's right. I'm getting in the groove. That's right. I'm feeling better about myself. That's right. I'm done playing the victim. That's right. I'm stepping into the role of the creator. That's right. My life is turning around. That's right. This is the part of the story where I throw down the gauntlet and I say, I'm doing this. So you can see how I just built momentum. And now I'm, I'm changing my biochemistry and I'm firing and wiring
0: new thoughts into my brain. I just listening you i get the vibe from it and i want to share with everybody when you do it yourself it feels even 10 times better because you're confirming your power you're confirming who you are as a spirit as a soul here as a like neil donald walsh calls the deity individuated right it's yeah. it's we're we're so powerful and when you give yourself that power back you rise up even just the way you walk and start talking so that's, you know, it's a helpful way to just get, get your vibe moving.
1: It is. get And another thing that's really good, because sometimes we, we so mentally get in our heads trying to get it all mentally. Whereas that's why, you know, getting your body, stand up, pose, move, dance, because the quickest way to change how you feel is to change your body. You know, emotion is created by motion. And so when you move your body, motion, you know, go outside, take a walk, exercise, do some push-ups, sit-ups, whatever, um, and th- because now you're moving differently, and that really helps you get to better thoughts and feel better because you're literally changing
0: the chemistry in your body. That's
1: true. Um, yeah,
0: that's right. And that's one. Right. And, <laughs> and that's one of the things I love about you because I never knew that. I mean, just when you have us get up and really move. And not only that, it helps people break out of their comfort zone, which is a lot of what the dreams we want to manifest. We do need to get out of our comfort zone. So even just doing something as as small as being on a Wednesday night call and getting up and making the victory pose or to, you know doing whatever we do, dancing, it's you, you're starting to step out. That's one of the things I just absolutely love about your work and following you is the Energy and it's not just listening to something on LOA It's it's really the the energy behind it that starts to shift us all. Thank you, that was fabulous. For those that are listening here and or may wa- be watching, how can they connect with you to learn more about your classes? I know you have a freebie which I'm going to put in the um, show notes for everybody. The link. How can yeah. they learn more about you and things that they can connect with you or maybe coach with you or get into the manifesting from the heart group? Yeah. Yeah,
1: andyduley.com is the website. So if you go to andydooley.com and when you go there on the homepage, there's a, two free books I have. One is called The 13 Biggest Manifesting Mistakes. You can download that right now and read it tonight. And the other one is The Five Steps of Deliberate Creating, which was inspired by the teachings of Abraham Hicks. You can read that in 20 minutes. It's a full color like brochure. You can read it right on your phone or tablet or computer. Yeah, you can go to TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and find me... On, on all those platforms uh, and watch videos. TikTok, I, I make a lot of videos there, which are f- super fun and inspirational and all these
0: kinds of insights, so, so yeah. Manifesting from the Heart, can they find you? Is that on your website too? Yeah, no, it's actually not, and I need to, uh, to update that.
1: But if you download my book, The Five Steps of Deliberate Creating, there's a link in there that you can join. I think you can join the group and how to go to the landing page to, to join the Wednesday night tribe.
0: Well, and also if they contact you on social media, they can pop you a little yeah. ask. Okay. Well, Andy Dooley, thank you so much for being here. This was so much fun. And as we're talking, thank I you. could, I could come up with a 6 million other questions for you. So maybe at some point in the future, we can revisit this and have an Andy part two. Uh,
1: yeah, let's do that. Thank you, Kristen Brown. Woo. Thank you listeners.
0: I hope you all enjoyed this interview as much as I did. And if you did, I would sure appreciate it if you jumped over to iTunes and left me a five-star rating and review. And don't forget to share it with someone that you love. Until next time, everyone, remember, you matter.